Hey. Hey. Izzy, is that right? You got it. Hi, Izzy. How are you doing? I'm all right. All right. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. It's it's nine fifth. No, it's after nine fifteen now, and uh, I thank you for for waiting and being patient. Yeah, uh, no, I, I get you guys take care of responsibilities, man. You oh know, my I goodness, mean. he would not go to sleep tonight. He, um, I don't know what he 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 he's like having a serious. My kid's five years old, and he's having must be having a serious brain development because he uh, he usually just goes to sleep, but he just wanted to like talk about. I don't know, wrestling or something. <laughs> so funny. Uh, how, how's your how's your night? How's your day? How, how are you doing? Yeah, man, I've been pretty good. Just trying to stay busy and stuff. Trying to stay, you know, as low key as I can out this COVID stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm great. I got to go get my little booster and stuff. So trying to go see what's the deal about that. And yeah, you know. But yeah, but no, nah, I feel you though. Know. But man, I'm glad to hear you. Taking care of your, you know, your responsibilities and stuff instead of hanging just, oh, look, my wife got to put my son to bed. You know, I hear so many time catchers, man, she did, you know, she did get on, get on her job and stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, it's on your team. Yeah. No, yeah. No, we are team. She's actually out tonight. She It's her night off because I, I did the, the comedy stuff and, had the, and went out last night. So we kind of take turns when we can. So she's right. out. I kind of got the kids to bed. So hopefully we'll have some, like, family time this weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. Up, man. Yeah. So, so how long? Tell you me go about ahead. your journey in, in comedy. How do you, you know, how'd you get, start, you know, how, how is, uh, um, yeah, like what, uh, yeah. how you feel about it and all that good stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. And then, uh, how, I'll go first and then you go, then you can go because I want to hear, I was going to ask you the same thing. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I'll kind of keep, keep it the concise version for the, the sake of time. <laughs> but uh, the, the concise version is, is that I've done improv for a while, but then, uh, and I stopped for a long while. I've been living in Seattle since 2008. And just like a few months ago, I think it was in August, that the water wheel was started, do- or maybe before that, they started doing their own open mic comedy. And I'd show up. Uh, I just try stuff and I, cause I was during the pandemic and I looked and there was a sign up there at the water wheel. It said comedy night on Wednesdays. And I took a picture of it, sent it to my wife, sent it to my friends and said, it's a sign and decided to do comedy then. And then it went on for a while. And then the, the, the previous host, uh, wanted to move on to something else. And, you know, I, with, with some support from my friends, they encouraged me to go up to the bartender and ask if I could take it over. So I've been hosting it for about two months now, and it's been a whole new fun world of seeing and, and getting used to. So that's I'm, it's just been a few months for me hosting and, and doing this stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about these podcasts and listening to new people and trying to bring new people in uh, and new ideas. So I thank you so much for uh, taking the time to, to share your story or, or what you want to share. And uh, I'm happy to listen and, and laugh with you. Yeah, man. Well, definitely, man. Um, I forgot this was how you was you're interviewing me. So I, I was asking good, like I was. With, <laughs> hey, I was the, I was just Barbara Walters, and you sitting in the chair. I said you the Barbara Walters, little fat. Hey, you, you want to interview me? Go right ahead. <laughs> I can talk. Hey, because here's the here's the thing, Izzy, is that that I want to ask you questions, but I also like am learning too. So if you've done this before and you know it, then go mm-hmm. by all means show your stuff. Yeah, go ahead, well, no. Barbara Walters, me. <laughs> I don't watch it. Yeah. And then, and then, no. 
I said, I'm gonna let you you have it for the night. But no, it's um, but as far as my comedy journey, um, I've done it off and on for about 10 years. Um, it's I moved here from Texas. I've been out here for about almost two years. Uh kind of, you know, sort of sold on the area, but I'm not all the way sure. Um, I the water wheel thing, I've been meaning to get out there. Yeah. Um but I just haven't. I just haven't got around to it. I, it's on my list of places to go to. Well, we um, would be more than happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we 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 It's been nice to kind of be on people's radar now. Um, where are you in the area? Where are you, where are you? Um, I stay. I stay close to Skyway. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And are you in your? You said you're from Texas. Is that where you grew up? Mm-hmm. What part of Texas? Well, uh, close to Dallas. Oh, cool. What, what, yeah. what, 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 uh, where? Cause I, I used to have family that down there. Uh, well, well you know, I, you know, I'm kind of mysterious. I just say Texas. I don't really like saying my actual cause, you know, people no, I, out here. Hey, so. <laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. No, I, I hear you. You, you. That, that's, that's A to the okay. And I appreciate people telling me cause again, I'm not, I, I you're the, you're more Barbara Wawa than I am. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's been fun. You know, I, I I enjoy getting on stage, doing different stuff. I mean, the great thing I tell you about comedy is one of the things that you can you can literally laugh and be crying at the same time. I know, and nobody knows it. You know, How, yeah, um, yeah. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, for about ten years. Well, it's been off and on. Um, like I'll have times like I'll go to a lot of stuff. I'll be on a lot of shows. And then like, I'll, you know, cause comedy wears you out. Cause you got to physically get up. You got to move. You got to, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, you have to be always kind of up, not always, but you have to be at a certain energy level. And For so sure. sometimes that can be very tiring to do that consistently. Like, you know, I have friends that do comedy full time and, you know, they say, talk about how it is on the road. Cause everybody wants to figure out, Oh man, I want to be on the road until you do that mm-hmm. all the time. Which is why you see a lot of comedians that go into drugs because you just get wore out from it. You know? Yeah. So I um so like I, said, I have that I always think, but like I said, it's one of those first loves is you know, it's like a uh I you know, I compare comedy like a toxic lover that you want to break up with, but you know you can't, like the sex is just too good. <laughs> and you're just like I want to leave, but I don't. It's just I just can't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. but it's cool. I, I love it. You want to leave, but you just can't. You just I love can't. It. Can't. I, I no. like that sentiment. I mean, I I want to hear more about that. Like, you want to leave? Like, I, there must be like stories, uh, and you can well, share what you want. Like, you I, you go however you feel comfortable. But there must be stories about coming up with saying something like, "You want to leave, but you can't." Yeah, sometimes, like, I've been, like, I've had some rooms that are, like, really, um, have been really weird. Like, I've had rooms um, not, like, when I first started, I would go to any club. I would just, I mean, all you have to do is say they had comedy there. And, you know, people, you know, it, it's, I've been in them little clubs where, it's, you know, the people got guns and knives and stuff. And if you don't, if they don't like your set, you may not make sure you know. Like be dangerous, folks. So I, yeah. you know, I, that's how I, that's where I started. So it was always interesting at the beginning because you know, um, I don't know if you ever performed in front of an all black audience. They can be one of the harshest, if not the harshest, folks to beat because they literally they're not gonna hand you nothing. They don't give uh-huh. they don't give shit. 
about none of that. They won't, they're gonna judge you joke for joke. Now, thankfully, I've done well, but it's definitely been some work, you know. Um, it, it definitely has been some work. Like I, I went to this one club and it was a kind of really, really hood club. And mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't, I do hood stuff, but I don't really do because I don't relate to that. You know, I'm yeah. from the country. Uh-huh. So I don't really relate to like eating government cheese and things like that. Like I can uh-huh. talk about things like that, but I don't relate to that. And sometimes when you don't relate to that, the audience can kind of tell. Yeah. So at the beginning, I would just, you know, come out with anything because I figured, well, that's not, um, that's, um, I think it, it, it would make me relatable. But, you know, the thing is with comedy, you have to be authentic to who you are. You have mm-hmm. to be authentic to what is appealing to you. And I think I see it all the time with some of the comedians come out with stuff and like, you're like, dude, you don't, you, you've never, it's kind of like when, when you see a lot of these rappers and they come out with like really, really hard rap talking about, man, I used to murder people. Like, bro, <laughs> you from, you know, you're from Bellevue. Like, what do you mean you used to, like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, like, you, you've never, you don't know that life. You know what you heard. You don't, you know what I'm saying? So I think that was the thing with comedy that I made sure to just be authentic to what I understand. You know what I'm saying? And so, so once I so, got out of that. Hmm? So what you're saying is, is that you have not murdered people. That is what no. you're saying. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, <laughs> what you're saying is that that's, that's not, not, not what you're trying to, to portray to people at all. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah it has to be something and i think the, the the great thing about comedy is that you can be yourself and it's and you can talk about things like like some of the stuff i've said is on stage you know i talk about my dad being on drugs and talking about yeah. my uh my mother being overweight extremely overweight and things like that and so that is what i understand i know of it you know mm-hmm. um so that um, is stuff I talk about. So it's been it's been a, a great thing. I've been able to kind of venture to so many things. And like I say, you know, th- once you learn comedy, you can really venture into so many things. And I think people underestimate this. Oh, they just do comedy. Well, there's so many things that you do. A lot of what the culture is moved by comedy. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, with, with the whole Dave Chappelle thing, yeah, that was a necessary come that needed to be had yes i i agree go ahead go ahead oh my, yeah i know everybody yeah, has like some it, thoughts about this but yes yeah go ahead. it was it was a necessary and though it may not be the uh uh painted the way we would have wanted it to be painted it was something necessary to be told and i think that was the part that i think we don't have uh what, so yeah. what do you think about that special oh, okay well well uh I got I, I that thank you. Um so these are my thoughts and the more I listen to people talk about it and I think that's been part of this cuz I wa- I'll be honest I watched like about an hour of it and then I had given it some thought cuz a lot of people started talking to me about it and I thought okay like it sounds like people are upset and offended um I've heard people like ask me directly, you know, it, it, I'm Jewish. So there, I guess there was some Jewish stuff in there, but I didn't get offended by it. I, it, I wasn't offended by anything or even thought about that. I was more just, you know, hoping for, I, I, I can't wait till he pushes to the next level. Like I, but I also kind of see this as part of that process too, of him doing that in my opinion. But right. I, 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 
you know, as, but I also think that why were we relying on him so much to like push that conversation? I don't know. But I, I think we have that expectation well, out of him. I too. think what it is, people have gotten scared to have an opinion. And I think mm-hmm. that's the problem. We, we live yeah. in a world where people can't just because I remember how things used to be because I'm how old are you? I'm 40. Okay, okay. Well, I just turned 37. So we're about the same age. So um, yeah, I just I remember a time where you could agree to disagree. And that was okay. Mm hmm. And that was nobody, nobody had hurt feelings. And I think right around the time we started getting into social media, where it got to be like, oh, like, like if, if you don't, if you disagree with, every, with, like, if you're looking down your newsfeed and everyone says go left and you say go right, well, you yeah. now you're the devil incarnate. And so that's what we've, we've gotten to. And that's, that's the scary part about this. And so he proved the point of what, of how, of where we are. What what do you feel about kind of the scene around here? Because I I I I feel I I'm trying to pick up on it, but I I get it. But I also maybe maybe because just of the lens that I'm looking through, I I don't see it in in or at least where I'm working at. I mean, I see it, but I think, but I'd like to hear your perspective on how how you see the scene here. Yeah, I mean, I see it as very indicative of what's wrong in the country with the mm-hmm. super sensitivity. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see it. Um, and I, I had the same conversation with another guy a couple, about two weeks ago we were talking. And I think it's hard to uh, 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 really grasp Seattle because everybody's in the midst of protesting something, angry at something, upset mm-hmm. over something. Mm-hmm. And so people just don't know how to relax and have a sense of humor. You know, people right. just look, it seems like here, there's really not any problems up here. I mean, I don't think no one, you can't really say you've ever driven somewhere and felt like your life was just in danger. Like yeah. you may have some place areas that, oh, they don't look the best and I'm, I'm cautious, but nowhere that you've ever driven to, you feel like, oh my God, I'm going to get killed. Like mm. there's no place in the whole state that's, yeah. that's that, that's, to that extreme, not yeah. one place. Yeah, um, totally. But yeah, I feel. Go ahead. But I feel like because there are no problems, people try to make up some. So I think that's what it is. Yeah, have. no, I think that that's what it is. I think the thing that we do here, which which is may possibly reinforce some of this, is that that even though it's kind of a generalization around here, Seattle, that that passive aggressive stuff that we do. <laughs> It varies. It, yeah, I think it's just it's like there's there's not a lot of conflict because people are so conflict avoidant, right? Um, and there's got to be some balance. And I I I recognize that. And it seems sounds like you you recognize that. Uh, I when I was in Chicago back in September, I you know kind of forgot what the world is like in other places. So you moved from Chicago in 2018. Well, no, I, no, I I so early. I used to live in Chicago years ago, but. I li- I went to Chicago uh, in September just to see uh, a fa- music festival and and hang out with some friends, and 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 I also did some open mic comedy there uh, in this little place. If you ever go there, I will, I'm gonna give him a little little uh, a plug here. Steve Springer in Ch- in Chicago, I I recommend that. Oh, but, okay. But, uh, yeah. So anyhow, um, uh, I uh with <clears throat> I with Chicago. Uh, I noticed that uh, I'd walk around and people would just say hi to each other. 
each other. And here in the Northwest, uh, I found that it was almost as if, and I've said this before, almost as if that, that people that in Seattle, they didn't realize that people in other parts of the country weren't already social distancing. I, I, I didn't feel like a big change <laughs> with that here. Right. Yeah, people, that's what I'm saying. People like Seattle, that was cool. They was like, okay, there's a there's a there's a, a a virus that can kill you. You got to stay in your house. Don't come out. And don't speak to people. Well, shit, we were doing it. I know. And, and, and then they're like, it was fine. Hell. Yeah. And they're like, and we get to wear masks. Yay. <laughs> like, and so right now I have a reason not to really speak at all because I can say, well, I can't hear you through this mask anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Oh. So, so that's what I noticed. I, I, I mean, I would walk around and I remember walking down the street, some woman's outside some shop, she's holding a baby and you know, just like talking to her and then, and, and then talking to some guy fixing his bike. And I was like, this is so strange. And then I stumbled upon, there's a big giant mural of Robin Williams there and all the, uh, the genies colored on it. And these, it, it was, it's just kind of, kind of a neat place that really respects humor as well. And, 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 and confronting thing and, and whatever, maybe that, that stereotypical Midwest kind of thing but there chicago's great have you ever been there uh yeah i've been there um it's been about 10 years i went there back in 2011 oh yeah yeah were you there for comedy or just no just... i was there kind of as a wingman i had a, a, a homegirl that was doing uh she was doing a book signing she was like yo i just need you to act as my wingman to kind of just you yeah. know make sure the books are good be security just in case Get it. Um, yeah. And just really stand. I was like, okay. And she just said, hey, well, you know, you play for your flight and they'll cover everything. I said, oh, <laughs> say less. I'm there. Oh, man. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. You ain't got to beg me. Shit. I'm there. But there yeah, was no, part yeah. of Chicago. They told me, they were like, look, don't you fix your lips to, to even look, breathe in this direction yeah. after seven. I uh -huh. was like, damn, really? Uh huh. They said, you know, the South Side, because I went through it, but I they they were very adamant because it was me and her, and then we were it, the uh, uh, it was a book signing for another for uh, this couple, yeah. And so we were just helping them, and uh, she had wrote the book for them. She was the ghostwriter for them. So anyway, yeah. um, it just but they were just so adamant about. I was like, damn. Yeah, and and so I never I, I look I you ain't got to tell me the pot's hot. I mean, I mean you ain't got to I ain't got to touch the pot to know it's hot. I'm good. You ain't got to tell. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I didn't go there, but they just went through the areas. But it's nice. It's nice. I have friends that that have that moved out there. They say again, everyone says you know the violence is the violence. You 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 gonna very much see that violence out there. Yeah, but it's a nice city. Uh, um, you know the windy cities. You know it's a nice city. The mm -hmm. comedy scene is strong there. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, so you you'll definitely get all that. So I was like, okay. Yeah, um, it's it's a very. I mean, just you know, I I uh, I I I've been I went down to the south side a few times when I was there because I was I remember I was helping for some some it was some elect like during some election they were trying to like make sure people got actual like factual news or something and I I went down there and there was like a little community at one of the libraries and I just remember just thinking like, you know, people down here are just so much more lively. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I could see, I, you could see, you know, the, the, the obvious differences in, in how things are kind of managed on that side. But I was just like, people are just out. <laughs> like, well, they are. And I think that's the beauty of other cultures. And I think the thing with Seattle, Seattle doesn't really have a culture. Seattle kind of snap, take pictures 
parts of other folks' culture. That's right. And and, and kind of mix that in with them. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've always said that, you know, it, it's definitely, there's really not a, you really can't say there's like a personality of Seattle. Um, yeah, we so, need to do something about that. We need to do something about us comedians. I think that, that it's yeah. our time. I think, well, I think I we're think having like a comedy renaissance right now. I think yes. it's happening. Yeah. It's my, uh, it's, it's, at least that's what I'm, I'm, I'm making myself believe. But, uh, but I think that, um, you know, why I would really love for you to come to the water wheel sometime is that um, I think I want to create a space, a safe space for underrepresented folks to come out and talk. Uh, you don't have, and I tell folks, you don't have to be a comedian to be funny. If you, have you ever, t- and I asked somebody, I was like, have you ever told a friend a story that made them laugh? And they go, yeah. And I said, maybe you want to tell that story here. Yeah. Well, like, I, you know, I, I think that, um, uh, but I think people, you know, they, they say, I think it's the, the top five things people are scared of. And they put public speaking as one of the, uh, one of the highest things. They said they, people even risk, are scared of that before death. So people would rather, be in the grave than the person talking over the person in the grave. So it's just, you know, that public speaking um, bug is hard for a lot of people, you know, and unfortunately with comedy, you don't have the backup. Like, like as a singer, you can, if something, if you mess up, you got your, you got your, your instrumentals, Mm -hmm. you have your backup singers to kind of cover you. Well, comedy, you really don't have that, you know, you in the deep end, that's it. You know, you it's ain't got no You know, it's funny you say that. And I think that if you go at perform at a place that doesn't really kind of get 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 that that the person up there is trying to figure things out and sometimes is revealing personal stuff and their nuance to it. And I and I've kind of encouraged that at our spaces, like saying, Hey, this is your place to fuck up. But I also want people to know. And I tell the audience there that that we that you, just as much as these folks are 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 working on this, you you all are just as much a part of this experience experiment. So in order for it to work, we have to give each other some grace and a break. I right. said, that that being said, we also have to be cognizant of when somebody is upset and know when to back off. Right. And I said, and that and it, but 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 that being said, like if if we do this, we we could really kind of great create something. Because I, I think, going back to Dave Chappelle, the one thing that I think that, that can come from this in an area like Seattle is like progressing comedy to, to that nuance. And the only way to do that is, I, is having having uh, you know, people like yourself, other uh, people of color, people, gay gay people, all to, to tell their jokes, like everybody. Right. You know, and I think that that's a way to 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 push that envelope, because if I don't hear your story, then 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 I don't think there's any point to this. Right. And then I think it's just there is power in being able to laugh at stuff and progress <laughs> at things. And I think the thing is, we've been able to the thing now was happening. And I think we're kind of going backwards is that people are afraid to have the conversation about stuff. Yeah. You know? well, so well, how do you develop if you never know, like. If you never know something's offensive, like I didn't know, like before I moved up here, I didn't know like the Japanese and Chinese, there's a kind of a feud with them. So if you yeah. call a, 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 a person Japanese and they're Chinese, 
they them they'll those are fighting words, you know. They, well, they, yeah, they, I mean, but 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 they yeah. don't. But I never knew that that was an issue until I got up here, and you know, there's a huge Asian community up here, so they uh, they take that to offense, and I never knew that was the case, you know. Um, you, you you know, I was uh, out last night, and it's funny you say that, and I was just sitting. There's karaoke night and I just went in. I usually go in there just to promote the comedy and I say something. And I always sit down and hang out. And there's this young man sitting near me. And we were just talking. And, you know, then he we, we talked about our backgrounds. I told him I was Jewish and where I was from and this and that. And then he went on to say, you know, he's black, he's German, he's Jewish, he's gay. And he says he loves it because he feels like he can make fun of pretty much everybody. <laughs> Because he identified with that. And I, I think, I, I just feel like that that's, like when you encompass different things, you can kind of have an opportunity to say more about yourself and you can push that, that, that whatever boundary is of, of comedy and, 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 and talk about the, the stuff that people are afraid of, you know? Right. I think, and I, I, but, it, but, it, but you have to kind of build that warmth and generosity in the community and have those people come, you know? And I think it's, it's just one of those things that if you have more diversity within people and diversity in communication then people don't have to be afraid if we just listen to each other instead of just yeah. jump to the judgment because it's because what people lack is this nuance and i definitely know when it goes too far and then it, and the thing is about if it goes too far that's when you have to really read the room and then show some humility too like oh my goodness i you know and and I think that that then then people can give you a break and get you your footing back. I mean there right. are there are all there's limits to that too. But I I feel like that 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 comedy's supposed to be able to do that. Yeah, and and I think it's just um, it, it's the necessary thing. Yeah, because I think you know last year, I mean that was one that was definitely a a huge factor in helping me survive through COVID because. Oh my you know, to have the virtual shows, I was so grateful that they did it because I didn't. I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, there's no rooms, and I'm yeah, up here, and I'm stressed out, and you know, COVID started up here. You know, you, yeah, oh my, um, yeah, I, isn't that crazy? That is that is even crazy to think about. I mean, I, it, that 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 whole thing. I know that we will be processing this stuff. We are we are. This is like what like our Great Depression or something. <laughs> Right, it's, yeah, it it'll definitely be, but you know, like you know, uh, uh, um, there's nothing new under the sun. I think you know. I talked to one of my aunts, and she's about, I think she's seventy seventy one. She said she remembers polio. Polio was the same mm -hmm. thing. They wore masks, and they had to the school kids. They couldn't do this. They couldn't do that, and so and they, they didn't have internet, that. so there was no online learning. Right. <laughs> I mean, like that, that. I mean, that's what I want these, these those old folks to say is like, you think you have it hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> we didn't even have the Internet. <laughs> oh, well, man. I'm telling you, you just had to sit out there and just stare at the, stare at the wall. You know, at least they can get on YouTube and just, you know, and, and kind of just sit away from stuff. But, yeah, it, it definitely is a, a thing. Like, I don't. um I think so. We're, I think it's just trying to figure out how to figure your way out through this and then mm -hmm. what comes out on the other end of this. Yeah. You know? What are you optimistic um, about? What are you hopeful well, for? Well, I, I think it'll open a lot of doors to creating new ways to make money. I think it opened the doors to virtual shows and things like that because 
the great thing that I was seeing was folks learn how to do stuff uh, multiple ways because we had, everyone was kind of forced to think of everything one way and that's it because, you know, only do virtual shows. I mean, only physical shows and that was it. Well, mm-hmm. now with COVID, you know, because there's a lot of people who just, even though COVID, a lot of it, you know, the cases that went down and we're kind of on maybe the, maybe the kind of the nearing towards the end, mm-hmm. there's still um, a lot of people are nervous about going out. Yeah. Still, who, who will never feel comfortable ever going out among a group. So how do you accommodate them? And they'll pay money. They'll, they'll pay money. The people that, that stay at home, they don't go nowhere or won't go nowhere because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They, they'll pay money and they'll pay sometimes more because yeah. you provided them the experience. You make them feel like they were involved. You know, it was, I turned 40 this year and for my 40th birthday, my, my wife knows how much I like comedy. And uh, she, she put together a little thing with my friends from all over the country. And we they, she paid for it to get into the to this like virtual comedy thing. It was so interesting at, at first because I'd never done it. But, but and, and it was something that like a wine club thing, wine and comedy. So we got all my friends wine and we sat and watched this comedy show. And I was like, I was like, it's it's like. Oh, wait, who was doing the show? Like you were like you were doing the show and they were paying for you or what? Oh, no, no, no. I was watching it. It was like like somebody else's show. And we paid to like watch this 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 thing. And it was sponsored by some like wine company or something. Oh, wow. And then cool. I'm not sure. I don't know all the details. It was just I just showed up to my own party in my house. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, you could like you could like chat and type. And so my friends were, were like like you know writing funny things uh during the the thing but but i it was it was it, my you remember it was like the day it started snowing super hard in seattle right that, that, that was my birthday yep yep, yep. it always snows oh, that in, was it oh yeah wow. okay yeah and, and my wife uh you know after it ended it was snowing so hard it was like we had a, a nanny watching the kids in our house while we were upstairs you know doing watching this comedy thing but um it was snow. It snowed like two feet, and then we went out for another drink at this local, 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 local bar right near us. And um, oh my goodness, it it was just it was just ridiculously cold. But that it was such a fun, memorable night with the comedy and <laughs> the snow and walking through it. Oh my goodness, what a right. night! Yeah, but it, you know, but the great thing is it, you had that ability to have that experience. Yeah, and you were not robbed of enjoying the experience. And so you know, of course not physically being there you know it's not the same as as doing it virtually but i think it provides a lot of people who just you know either they may have disabilities or they may have so many other things going on that they can't and like i say you know your if your yeah. family wanted to come and they wanted to be involved and they wanted to see yeah at least it, it gives them that experience and so i think i'm grateful for facetime and stuff like that yeah. because sometimes you know that's all i had i i'd message friends and we'd um we'd facetime each other just to have another person to see that um that, yeah so, so i think that was powerful mm-hmm. wow so you've done a few of those uh uh shows then is that right yeah i've done the virtual shows um i like i because i was looking because you know the, the crazy part is i had about five or six in-person shows when covid first happened mm-hmm. and then like i went from like all my stuff being everywhere, and I was trying to just blow up in mm-hmm. Seattle. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And then every last show got every, uh, every. I mean, every. Show, I was like, "Damn!" 
I felt like some guy at the club getting turned down. Lord, I mean, everybody, I can't get nobody's number. Lord, I didn't know what to do. I know it, it, it. It is so, kind of nuts. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I wasn't doing entertainment stuff. And so I couldn't imagine just like the thing that you're kind of passionate about, just like taken. It feels like it's taken away. Yeah. And, and so I it's mean, been. Yeah. It was definitely tough. I mean, I, I just. So I was glad that they have the virtual show because at least I felt like I was doing something. I think part of the despair with so many people, you know, no matter if you were doing anything that if you've done anything that requires you to be around a lot of people, whether you're mm -hmm. uh, a, a speaker or entertainer or you are uh, a musician, to go from having all these gigs and things lined up to everything being shut down for basically a year mm -hmm. has been tough, you know. And I, you know, I had to see some friends. I saw a lot of folks getting divorced because, you know, they were sitting down, got to thinking, of course, you know, you get to thinking about, you know, you might or might not think the right things. So you, you know, you get thinking, you know what, is this really, really who I want to be around? Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, um, so, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, I keep thinking about the silver linings of, of all this. I mean, definitely mm -hmm. this comedy thing has, has been valuable to, to, yeah, to, to and then to work from home. I think it's, yeah. you know, the great part, I get to work from home, so I'm not running around. So I think <laughs> that to, to have the ability to, uh, but the silver lining, the great thing about this, you know, the great thing about the, about what happened with COVID is that it did uh, change a lot of doors for people. Now I don't have to be out as much. I can do things and have things. Like I, 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 do, I do motivational speaking as well. Oh, no kidding. And um, I had a virtual show. I had a virtual uh, program. So I was cool with that. And I was like, okay, you know, that was really nice. So um, well, I, I was glad to do that. So I was like, okay. It, it, no kidding. I, 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 I'm not, I mean, I, I'm surprised in the sense that, that, that you know, like motivational uh, speaking and, and is very valuable, but, but I'm not surprised because I can kind of, kind of hear that sense of you when you're when you're just talking about getting through all this and and all the 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 like i said the silver linings of of of, of this with the virtual shows it's really it's really nice where, where how did you get into motivational speaking or i mean i know um, that you feel part of this but how what where does that come from for you if you yeah if you well I, I yeah i did that for i did comedy first and then i was like well you know the thing with comedy it, it goes and ebbs and flows and mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't make a lot starting out and you don't make a lot for a lot of shows, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I knew the motivational speaking, you know, you can take the same concepts and wrap them together. So for me, um, you know, like a lot of the jokes that I use on stage, I would use it as, as a motivational speaker, not all, but some. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so it, they work. And so uh, it's, you know, good money. I, I never had to, uh, you know, I never was like, oh my God, I'm just, you know, I, I drove all this way and I'm just getting paid $20. Well, they don't, you know, there's no such thing in motivational speaking of that. You mm -hmm. know, it, it's very much a, uh, uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah. It's, it's such a, a good thing. And, and, and do you get to, and now that you're getting to get back out again, are you doing motivation? It sounds like you're doing comedy. Are you doing other things? 
Um, that's it. That's it. I mean, I have a, a, a yeah, that's it. I mean, the motivational speaking um, and the comedy, you know, just kind of keeping keep me pretty busy and stuff like that. I try to stay um, uh, uh, moving and doing something. And that's, the, again, that's the part with Seattle that I think sometimes you, you everyone's kind of, there's really not a sense of community here. Yeah. So you yeah. really don't feel like, oh my God, like I got to be out so much. So it's good. I tell people, if you want to have just a family, you want to focus on your, on your, on your jobs, this is the place to be. Cause yeah. you can't really say you, you were distracted being out here in Seattle, you know, or being in Washington per se. Mm-hmm. Like when, I'm just thinking about you're in comedy, but there, when you were a kid or when you were younger, how did, like, how did this kind of uh, formulate for you? Like, I mean, you must've realized something early on about motivating people or, or making people laugh or, or something like, do you know where that kind of came from for you? Yeah. Um, it's, well, I've always been a speaker on some level. Um, I think with, um, the comedy kind of came later in life. I was always like, you know, the active kid and I'd play jokes and things like that. But I really never knew what comedy was until I got older. Like mm-hmm. I knew, like I heard a stand up before, but I yeah. just never like quite grasped that. Oh, you can do that. I was like, oh, okay. So, um, you know, I didn't get into like until I was in my mid twenties. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So, but definitely it, it's something that was very, um, it's one of those love that you just, you know, you'll always go back to. I, I see why people, you know, you see the uh, Paul Mooney's and Joan Rivers that were doing it, you know, well into their old age. You oh, know? yeah. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Because you get, like, credibility and respect and you have a base of people who like what you have to say and like listening to you. you you're saying these things that they connect with. Oh, my goodness. Who are some of your favorite comedians? Um. Some of my favorites are, um, I love Joan Rivers. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Phyllis Diller. I don't know, oh if you know my who goodness. that was. Okay, you know who that is? Okay, cool. I know who she is. Uh, you know, Phyllis Diller. Before that, I love Miles Mabley. Um, I loved Red Fox. Um, yeah. I've just been a connoisseur of comedy. You know, I, I love, yeah. um, I, I would love Don Rickles. I would go see Don Rickles oh. if he was still alive. Yeah, uh, just as much as I would go see Steve Harvey or oh Mike Epps. So I, uh-huh. I definitely try to keep track of all of them uh, as much as I can. Oh, that yeah, no, those are some great, great people to listen to. Uh, I love, I love the 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 kind of generational span there from like Phyllis Stiller, Joan Rivers, and Red Fox. And you said Miles Mabley? Is that what you said? Miles Mabley, yeah, Miles Mabley. She was kind of the um, like a Whoopi Goldberg before there was one. Okay. Um, she she was way I think like 50s, 60s, and she um, she was one of the first female black comedians to have a comedy album. Uh-huh. Um, she was very much um, yeah. She was very much a Whoopi Goldberg before there was one. Did your were your parents? It, 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 no, they must not have been because you didn't really discover comedy until you're in your twenties. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Kind of figuring it out then. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. Well, I was from the, you know, small town country. You know, we really didn't have, you know, to tell you how small the town was. I mean, we had uh, we had a Wendy's, the fast food restaurant opened up, and that made front page news. Like, that was like a big, like, oh, my God, 
when is this open? Like, that was a big deal. Like, we just, you know, so I never really was exposed to that. We never had comedy clubs in my city. Yeah. There really wasn't any, any, I mean, you, the only entertainment was going to church conventions and things like that, that was centered yeah. around religion. <laughs> but, right. So, I mean, if you was an atheist, you'd be pretty bored. <laughs> you just did, <laughs> you know, I don't, atheists find a lot of things to be bored about. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> like you do nothing. If anything, you atheists believe, and they believe that they will be bored. I am just kidding, atheists. <laughs> I don't even have any listeners. I don't know. Why I'm like, <laughs> that's funny. Um, oh my goodness, I had a, 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 that laugh just like took the thought away. <laughs> oh. but you. Oh, this is what I was thinking of. So, so yeah, you don't have to share where you're from, but. Have you ever considered going back and, and you know, do, seeing if you could, um, you know, get a group of people together there and, you and know, doing uh, some comedy? It it would be tough. Yeah. You know, a small town anywhere. You know, you're trying to get people to think out of their box. And so oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a hard... You know, it's kind of like... Um, like if you went from... Um, like if you tried to set up a comedy club in Auburn out here, you know, it's you can do it, but it's harder because people kind of are kind of into their own thing. And they're, they, you know, they just don't like to bring life to an area that's kind of stuck in themselves. It would be tough. You can do it, but it would be tough. And so um, resources wise, you know, I just try to stick with the big fish and try mm -hmm. to do. Now, I think maybe having a festival or some. Um, yeah, like a comedy fest, I think would be cool. It would be a lot of work. I've I've done similar things, like set up different stuff, and like I think you know, uh, shout yeah. out to people that can do comedy production. I've the energy it takes. Oh my goodness, to get everybody on one accord. It's tough, even just yeah. being the host and what you do. Oh no, I and I've been doing this producing stuff too. I know. Thank you. Like I, it, it is, it is totally. I mean, it's fun because I really, you know. You start realizing, I realized kind of through this, like, you know, oh, these are things that I think I'm strong in um, and I can do. And it's fun to, to organize. But, man, and it's like kind of like a, a, a like a, a, a feeling that I want to continue to have. But you also have to pay attention to, to like also giving yourself a break too. it. There's, you, you know, as soon as I started hosting and then like doing social media stuff, which I never really did before. You know, people will write me telling me they want to come up and do something or whatever. I had to tell somebody that I was really excited but about it, but I just couldn't, couldn't, it would just be too overwhelming for me to do so many things in a row. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's the part, like you, it, it's so many things to do. And so I, I give, I shout out to uh, 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 Dante Barnett that can, that can do oh. it. That, I, that suit man production suit man I I, I, I I yeah i glad you said his name i actually uh messaged with him earlier today because i mean he's in my feed and and uh i met somebody in chicago who knows him and he seems to be doing a lot so i'm i'm i you know he sounds like such a good guy i hope to meet him one day yeah like he he stays out there uh i, I think that it's uh when he first started he told me this that he just he was going to everything. Like he would go to every comedy club in the city mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. see things. So it was definitely, uh, yeah. he, he just, he just kind of just 
jump here first into which most comedians do. Most people, when you first do it, um, you end up doing it like that, and that's why I ended up burning out because I was all, I was in everything, and so yeah, it was. It's tough to to keep that consistency going. So I'd rather be slow and steady and moving in in, in a position that I can keep. Well, yeah, you know. yeah. Go, go, go the way you need to go. Don't go the way you people tell you you need to go, because then you won't go. Right. Yeah. So, so it sounds um, like you're going. Yeah. Well, I definitely admire what he's doing, and I think, um, you know, it's exciting to to see that he's uh, opening up a lot of doors. Because, well, like he, I say, he, once he you is. develop your own lane, um, there's so much kind of like Kevin Hart. You know, Kevin Hart is a perfect example of developing your own lane that nobody can take away from you. You know, he said, you know, even if people don't really think his comedy specials are that good, I didn't, a lot of people said his last comedy special wasn't that good. I've never been a fan of his, like a full, um, uh, um, a full I, fan, but I admire the ethic. I admire the oh, yeah, no, he, he's got what he's, he's doing. Yeah, no, I mean, he, yeah, he, he's working in a way that makes sense to him and, and he's he's and he's clearly being successful with it. And he's, right. you know, he's a funny. He's still. Fun, I mean, he's a funny person. I mean, <laughs> and and he's and his humor is. You know, I, I you know, not everybody's humor is everybody's humor. But. Right, and that's the beauty of comedy that I love. I think that. It, thank you for saying that. I, I think that it's everybody has their own niche and their own audience. Yeah, like Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> Seinfeld people love Seinfeld. Like I. I, I can't really get with it, but I I see what he's doing. I see that he's, um, I, I see you know again to make the money that he's made. I mean, he's made more money just by just the shows. Even before he, the stand up, yeah. just the shows, the Seinfeld show, he's made more money than ninety eight percent of comedians will ever see in ten lifetimes. Oh my you goodness. Know. Oh my goodness! It sounds like you're uh, uh, washing some dishes. Uh, no, I was just washing my hands real quick. I was on my bed. <laughs> I'm not this, sensitive to these things. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, the podcast picks up everything. It, it, uh, knows, it knows when you're. It knows when you're sleeping. It knows when you're awake. It knows when you're washing your hands. So just you know, you know, if you don't, you have to wear like a padded gloves when you do podcasts now. That's, I hear that. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, I. Uh, it, it, it's been it's just so it's so nice to to hear you talk about Dante because uh, I, I I I'm I'm excited to get in touch with him if he wants I I don't want to jump to any conclusion but he I you know he's out there and I'd love to and that love to support him and what he's doing but that's kind of what it is even with you like I'm like oh I want to learn more about you I want to see what you do and because uh, uh, when you're you you. you I, I, one another person I did a podcast with named Steve K, the first person who interviewed me uh, ever. You know, he said to me that this whole community is really about collaborating, and if you right. can collaborate and support each other, then the sky's the limit. You know, like that's really what it is. And right. and I I, I want to do that with with this. I want to give people a. Uh, I want to help people have a have a chance. Well, it's it's definitely, and I tell you all the time. You know, it the the, the comedy was a very small community. You don't know where people are gonna go. Um, you you don't know uh, where people will, um, will will end up. Um, I'm trying to think of. There was one comedian, and um, 
his well, I don't, you may have not met him. His name is Supersonics. His name, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Bannon. Uh, uh, Banyan? I think so. Like he just passed. He passed earlier this year. Okay. And uh, does he have a, a child that does comedy? No, no. You are talking about uh, uh, Barnes? Maybe. There's Jamal uh, uh, Banyan. I think. Oh, I know him. I know. Yeah, I know Jamal. Yeah, I but, met him but, the other night. We did. Yeah, nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, he's um, a good guy. He's funny. But I, uh, but anyway, there's a guy named Supersonics. If you ask anybody in Seattle, they know who he is. He just passed over this year. Part oh, man. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but uh, rest in peace. But no, but he said a story. It was interesting. Again, I'm hearing this he, uh, 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 hearsay. So, you know, bear with me. He mm. was basically saying he met one big comedian uh, was out of Canada. I can't think of the name. It was somebody's big, big. Uh, if I told you, I can't think of their name. I think That's okay. Think that, I you think message me later too, if you ever want to. You can just message me. Right, but anyway, yeah. so he said like how he was very dismissive of the guy. Yeah, because he was a young comic, and and the guy ended up blowing up, blase blase, and he said he felt so stupid because he dismissed the guy and never knew where he was gonna go. Yeah, and so all that to say that you never, you don't know. I mean, you I don't know people that I thought was more than that good. And they ended up getting Netflix specials and I mean, well, I mean Amazon the, Prime specials yeah. and stuff. And you just don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that that people learn from their errors and mistakes, and you know you can dismiss them. And I I, I think that's why I always say let's give people a break because you know there, there's this other this guy came in the other night just some guy uh, in the local area, young young person, and. I, I I don't know if they're like brand new to this. Sometimes the guy didn't say anything about it, but he went up on stage and he he tried his hardest. And he's just you know you could tell that he was you know nervous, but he was trying his best to be confident. And he did a really really good job. And but he was you know afterwards a lot of people are really hard on themselves. And I what I like about the room is that you know I'm I'm not like managing anybody in particular, but I'm there and I, people are talking to me and they said. They said, you know, he said to me, like, everybody told me that I really did a good job. And I, I thought I did terrible. And I said, yeah, that, that's, 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 you know, you got up there and you did it. And like we were talking about earlier, it's one of those scary things that if you can do, you know, do it. But I always encourage people who are on the fence just to consider it. Or I even told somebody once, I told two people this, I said, if you just want to go up and say one joke and sit down, that's great. Because the next comedian doesn't have to wait. I said, ah. so. I said, it's fine. And I said, and we love that. And I said, that's, right. that's it. If you just want to like get, check it off your list of things to do and you just want to say, right. sit, sit there. Like I told one person she could sit there for five minutes and then look at her cell phone and go like, you know, what the fuck? And just get off the stage. And I said, that's fine. I said, it's your, it's your time. And if you can create it as a performance, I'm, I'm happy to like, you know, work with you on that. Right. Well, that's the great thing about open mic open mics is that mm. you, you see a plethora of people you have the uh, uh the picassos of comedy and then you have people who can barely get a punchline out mm. so but you 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 respect that because uh one as a comedian you know there are days you an art and a performance just may not hit yeah and yeah. it could be you the jokes are not that's why i tell uh, I, I tell any comedian the same thing that Phyllis Deller has said to a bunch of, uh, 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 she said it, all, it It was recorded on something where she said she tries every joke three times. Yeah. Because sometimes it's you, sometimes it's the timing, sometimes it's the actual joke itself. 
Right. And so you'll never know if you don't try it. Right. And At you, least and, three yeah. times. Yeah. And, and you know what I say? There's a reason bombs explode. You know, <laughs> that's a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that out there. And and I and I think about the threes. Yeah, you can try a joke three times and then you can try it three more times. I mean, it it it, it just matters of how you, you work on it. But if you yeah. have a rule of thumb, then it's definitely good to stick to that rule because that might work. Yeah, for you. at least cool. I know sometimes comedians we love a joke so much, sometimes it, it just doesn't work and nobody gets it but you. So yeah. uh and you got you know, you sometimes you gotta let it go. Sometimes with a you know, I think any artist you create something and you never know uh like you create something and you're just like man i know this is gonna work i know this is gonna work and it just doesn't oh, you man. know it, it's just um it's sometimes it's not the the uh the thing so i i definitely tell every comedian uh try three times sometimes you just gotta yeah. let stuff go or or flip it a different way yeah no the the first Maybe it was the second or third night. I, I used to do this little thing. I'm not even, I haven't been doing that long, but I used to do this little routine. And just so you know, this thing will shut off at, at, at like at minute, at 60 minutes exactly, if you see the okay. timer. So okay. we'll, I, will, I will tell this and then we can kind of wrap it up or keep going if we want. But um, so, oh uh, man, train of thought. What was the last thing I said? Oh, about the, uh, you did something on stage and it was like a little bit. Oh, that was that night, the second or third night. Uh, that I had done, done open mic. I won't tell the joke because I did. It was it wasn't that it was like bad. It was just like not not thrilling to to think about afterwards. And it was something I thought in my head was really really funny. And uh, I will give away what what I said. But I was trying to work in like the aspect of my marriage and da da da. But you know it was it was just not ready yet. That that one was not cooked. And um, <laughs> I so I I felt so bad and guilty, you know. And all that uh, about the joke. It does, and it, it didn't go anywhere. But I just and nobody was even at the open mic, so I guess that's better. But so I went back and I felt bad, and I said, "Okay, those of you who are here last week know that I said something that I was not super proud of." But instead, I'm just going to say, everybody, because I, I was talking about a I was talking to this joke through my with my wife beforehand, and long story short, my wife said to me that. Because I used to wear a shirt that said "Best Dad Ever," my wife said to me, "You know, I don't need to wear a shirt to to be funny." She said to me, and I and and I, I'm going to replace this word with something else. I said, "Okay, but well, why don't you show your smile to me? If you can catch what it is, if you get it, show me oh, your." So I said, oh, "Show me your okay. whatever," and and I tried that out, and I was like, people just thought it was so offensive, and I was like, "Yep, that is, you know, I I well, I told." You know is it offensive or is Seattle just overly sensitive? So I well, don't know. I you mean, know, I just you have to I, save some stuff like you know, that's why I say with try stuff different places because again, if you were in a club, probably wouldn't have been offensive. But again, Seattle tends to be like that. So you're like, okay, well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help that there was like I mean, maybe it did help that there was nobody in the room because then maybe if there was everybody in the room, I would have been like more or that would have been fine. But uh, there was really nobody in there. But there was this one uh, woman, this uh, who, who older lady, and I say older because she would probably acknowledge that. But uh, uh, she 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 came in and she said, and it's funny you say the thing about Seinfeld because I was raised on this show. And this, this woman said to me, she she said, "Oh, I remember that. You're so funny. You have this like Seinfeld like style, and 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 that's why she keeps coming." It's like it's the New York thing. I'm not from New York, but I was raised by a New Yorker. So, anyways. 
Yeah. So, it, but I, I appreciate you t- talking about the, the, the bombs because they just feel so scary and you don't know. I mean, you don't know what it doesn't, it feels scary and then you get used to it. Right. No, I, I feel you. I mean, but like I said, it's trying out. I think the beauty of it is just knowing that even if it doesn't work, you know, um, uh, it won't kill you. Yeah. You know, uh, you won't die. Uh, it'll feel like it. But you, but you won't. You'll be okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's like it's like having sex at forty. You know, you 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 can try stuff. It won't. It, you won't have no stroke just yet. But you know, you 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 tried too long. You know, it it might have couldn't. It could have could not. You know, this one girl. She told me she's. Like, I'm gonna rock your world, and I said that's a threat. Uh uh-uh, uh, you ain't rocking uh-uh. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't rocking nothing. That's a threat. You know, past 35, I don't want nothing rocked. No, I'm good. Just sway me to sleep. That's it. If you hear some rocking, you you can you can come and knock it because it's not me. I'm telling you, that's a that's a heart attack symptom when you rock it. The only thing I'm rocking is my rocking chair. I'm telling you, good lord. Oh my goodness. Oh well, Izzy, uh, I want to give you time to sh- t- tell anything that's going on that you want to share with or or anything like that. I just want to say it's been so nice talking with you and listening to you, and I and I I hope we do more of this when things come up. I I really appreciate that. Yeah. But I'd like you to give you a chance to to share. You you seem like such a nice, uh, funny, funny individual. So go ahead and I'll yeah, well, I, I appreciate this. I definitely want to uh, uh, thank you, uh, Dino. You said go by Dino or your other name? Dino, Dino Dad, but people say Dino. Dino. I whatever. But I say Dino. okay. Dino. It's like tomato, okay. tomato. <laughs> but so I, I um, you know, appreciate you, you letting me on this. I think it's great to be able to just mastermind and think of things and just have a conversation. This is like yeah. sitting on the porch watching, um, watching, you know, uh, just talking. You know, yeah. I think that's important to no, have those conversations. And it's so, great. It, it, it's it's opening my eyes in, in a lot of ways, um, which I, I feel like, again, this, this pandemic, and I know that we've, uh, this is the silver linings things. It's just good to connect with people and listen to people and talk to people because it feels I feel like I feel good listening to you, and I and that's what and I likewise. take away. It's it's nice and 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 it's it's allowing me to connect to the world because they, well, they they people say people say that the internet can close you down, but really if if you let it close you down, it will. But if you let it open you up to like people like you, then. You know, you're going to uh, my humor is going to grow because you're going to let me know things that are that it's OK to say this because or, or and other people will. And I think that that's how we heal from this is that we communicate and we let you know each other. know it's OK to fuck up. You right. Know? Like, you know, just don't don't do it over and over. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add? Because I want to make sure if you, if you have a project or something you want to Oh, um, just, you know, just watch out for me. I'm doing, you know, them virtual show, different things coming up. Yeah, and you've so, done yeah. Nate Jackson's uh, place. I, 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 I want to get head to Tacoma. I, he, it, like, he seems like a cool, chill person and his club yeah. seems great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah. And always feel free to like, you know, uh, come back on and plug anything that you want to do. I, I'm here to, 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 to listen and support. And if you have other projects, I'm happy to come on there, whatever you need. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You have a great weekend. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye.